When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Straight up 3 o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday on Mason and Ireland. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Did you do this dance in the club in the 90s? I did. Uh, is this uh, the this Saturday night of the, the SNL Night at the Roxbury, guys? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I used to live right down the street from the actual club on Roxbury. Really? That was about, yeah. One little known fact about me, great dancer. <laughs> it's Tuesday, Mace. <laughs> I would be the character in the movie that said, you want to touch it? Remember, touch the butt. Yeah, that I guy. Yeah. What was that actor's name? <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no. you know the one I'm talking That's, about. Yeah, that I was his bit the whole movie, yeah, and he was yeah, hilarious. Touch my butt. Yeah, that, that'd be my guy. Anyway. <laughs> I'm thinking of a different movie. <laughs> Coming up at three fifty-five. You were thinking Boogie Nights. Yes, I was. Yeah. By the way, do you know? Apparently, I missed this, but they're running it in seventy millimeter. Is that the right? Oh, term? seventy millimeter. Is that the right term? Yeah. Okay. They're running it at a theater, and it's all sold out for like the month. On Do you know Melrose. which which theater? Arrow A E. Oh, the Arrow. Yeah, that's a great one theater. More, one more too. Boogie Nights. And I'm very sad I missed classic. it. Yeah. That, we would all go to that. Oh, no question. John likes. Oh, never mind. Anyway, um, <laughs> Roller Girl. Cheek Tuesday, and coming up at three fifty five. May I super- see it, please? <laughs> please cut that up. We'll need yeah. that. Three fifty-five Supercross talk with Shidano and Cappy. Cappy's in the building. So will Shidano be because nice. at five oh five p.m. we've got the unnewlywed game. The great bride of George Kelly Sidano and Rachel will face off to see who knows their significant other. I have more. already bet ten grand on the in mythical money on the Sidanos. I'm feeling very good about that. So there you go. Five oh five p.m. this afternoon. Right now, Mason and Ireland continue your Valentine's Day. So George Carl. Who's a great guy. Yeah. All right. So here's a great George Carl story. Okay. Mason and I start in the goofy morning show. Yep. And we used to send Dave Singer out to do some really stupid stuff. Stupid bits. Yeah. So at this particular time, Mason and I very briefly owned a racehorse. Yes. We owned 5% of a horse. Called Phone Abroad. So 2.5% each. Yep. But we got taken to the cleaners by our other owners because they sent us the bills for everything. Correct. So we paid for everything, took a huge loss, but it was fun. Yeah. We, we won a couple of races. And when you win a horse race, they put a giant wreath of flowers around your horse. Yes. Congratulations. So we knew the flower people, the people that yes. made the horse wreath. So one year, the sonics were like a, a one seed and we were the eight or you know they were the two and we were the seven right right we're the underdog that was those teams with nick van exel and eddie jones yep so we found out where the sonics were staying and we sent singer over to george carl's hotel room with a giant wreath and on the wreath we wrote the lakers were up three to one and this was game five in la right to knock the sonics out yes and we put on a wreath, beloved coach, see ya. See ya. And we had Singer knock on the door, and you hear this, hello? Yes, I have a gift. What? I have a gift for you? He opens the door, and he couldn't stop laughing. Yes. He thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah, he loved it. He, had, he said, what is this? He goes, this is a gift 
from Mason and Ireland. He goes, you got him right there on the phone? He goes, yeah. He goes, give, it, give me that. Yep. He goes, this is great. Yeah, he and loved she, it. And his wife, his wife walks in and goes, that's no gift. That's not a gift, exactly. <laughs> and, but he was such a good sport about he it. He was. And then a year later, he came on with us and talked about it. He's, George has a very good sense of humor. Yes, so he I'll, does. I'll preface it with that. Now go ahead and say, tell what's happening now. So George Carl is all over Twitter. This is one of the things he tweeted today. Woke up this morning to a feast from Lakers troll community, a sad, angry bunch looking for new scapegoats since they aren't bad enough to get Wemby or good enough to win anything besides a bubble championship for years to come. So, George likes Darvin Ham. Yes. He thinks it's a good hire, thinks Darvin's going to be a good coach for the Lakers. So do I, by the way, for what it's worth. And so, now that the Lakers have been losing, a lot of the fans have been getting on Darvin. Yes. So George came to Darvin's defense and mm-hmm. said, look, you got to realize there isn't a coach in the world that would have this Laker team with a winning record. Right. Because there's just too many issues. And it, it, it's George feels it's unfair to blame, put the blame on Darvin. Right. And the fans disagree with him. And so they were going back and forth all night. And I love the fact that he didn't back down. So he just kept coming. He came back at him and said, how many Laker trolls does it take to change a light bulb? Trick question. Laker trolls can't change a light bulb because they're still in their parents' basement and don't know how. (laughs) I love this. Now, I would like to stand up for the Laker troll community. Okay. You continue to troll. I find it entertaining. What what constitutes a troll, by the way? What constitutes like if you're a Laker fan, you're on Twitter, are you automatically a troll? No. Or it a troll is somebody that is making fun of you in an effort to elicit a reaction. But don't you think George Carl is the one that's being a troll here? No. He's, he's trolling he's Laker react, fans. He's reacting. But now he's gone on offense. Yeah. Yeah, I just like that somebody famous that's oh, you yeah. know like a Hall of Fame worthy coach is is he in the Hall of Fame, George? I don't I think know. He might have just gone that. in. Yeah, um, I, as been pointed out on my Twitter timeline, never won a ring. Uh, but and and that's the argument. That's it's it, people that argue with Charles Barkley tell him the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's very funny. Yeah, I do too. Good for George. Don't take uh, George seriously. He's just joking. Uh. So, oh, you know what he didn't do? This is so stupid. So I, I teased yeah, the highest. Yeah, George Carl just got in. Oh, did he? Good for him. Yeah. He deserves it. I mentioned this earlier. John, the Super Bowl drew an average of 112 million viewers. Yeah, which is a ton. There was one point that was highest rated of all. Do you have any idea what that was? I would think peaked it, at 119 million. I would think it's when it got to 35-35, but I'm guessing. No. Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah. 119 million tuned in for for Rihanna or I guess a bunch of people probably who weren't watching the game said, "Oh, wait a minute, there's a halftime show." So, that's the one thing about halftime shows is I think the idea is to try to appeal to a different audience than the game is appealing to. Um and that's somewhat the case with Rihanna. It's Rihanna, by the way. It's not Rihanna. Okay. Rihanna. Uh, I, I think that's the idea of it. That's why I think, for example, the concept of Taylor Swift doing it would be a big deal. The concept of Harry Styles doing it would be a big deal because they have uh, appeal with uh, Gen Z. 
Right. And you get those people locked into the game. I think you'd like well, to go back to Jay- Springsteen and yeah, stuff but, like but, that. But I don't think that'll happen because I think Jay-Z has taken over Jay-Z the entertainment Jay-Z has taken over, yeah. So Jay-Z's not bringing back Springsteen. No. He's you not. know, in the two years he's had control of it, he did the, the Salute to Hip Hop last year at L.A. And then he did... They, uh, I think he did Bruno Mars. Or Rihanna, not Bruno Mars. He Rihanna did, this year. I think he did The weekend too. Uh, maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, he's going with young, contemporary... In most cases, minority, or in all cases, minority acts. Right. I think Eminem was part of last year, but that was it. Yeah, Eminem was there last year. It was sucked because I was on the wrong side of the stage. All right, so what you got to see is my friend Caitlin um, was a producer of this on Showtime. They did a thing called California Love the Show, Mm. and it's basically a a 90-minute documentary on how they put that show together last year at the Super Bowl. And it's really good, and you'll learn everything about it that you didn't see before. And it's it's I I had a new appreciation for that show after I watched that. Supposedly, that doc. Snoop, and you would expect this huge blunt right before the performance. Of course, yeah, because that's Snoop. Yeah. Did you see Martha Stewart got a tattoo of Snoop uh, on her shoulder? I think. Really? Well, they're friends. They're very close friends. Yeah. And it's, they did a show together, didn't it's they? It's got a little uh, Snoop thing, and it says, my dog, and it's right on her shoulder, <laughs> which is just hilarious to me. All right, uh, next year's Super Bowl is in Vegas, John. Uh, and then the year after is in New Orleans. And after that, they're talking about putting the Super Bowl in London. What do you think of the concept of the Super Bowl being played overseas? Hell no. Um, no, no, capital N, capital O, No. Uh, we do not have to give the Super Bowl to another country. If you want to go play a game over there, go ahead. I'd prefer it to be a preseason game because I think it's a dis- – you, you've actually taken that trip before with I the have. Rams. It's fantastic. It's great, but it's a pain in the ass to fly those guys to the other side of the world in the middle of a friggin' football season. Um, and at the end of the year, I want to I – it's an American event. Why do I want to give it to London? Because the NFL wants it to be not just an American event. Now I'm not saying this, I'm not saying the Super Bowl should should be there. I, I don't right. think that's ever. I mean, uh, Chiefs fans and Bills fans or whoever's in the Super Bowl flying to Europe is really expensive. But the concept of playing games, and I think that someday there is going to be a European division, uh, and I think that they will play with the NFL. I, I think we're going to expand to Europe. I, you know, I having, think there will, you know, there was NFL Europe for a lot of years. No, but I'm saying they're actually going to be in the NFL. I, know, and I mean, I've been there, and here's here's why it's yeah, huge. I'm not buying it. There are so many NFL fans in Europe. So many NFL fans. All right, so fans. throw them, throw them Germany, some preseason games. Great Britain, so many NFL fans. I, they want to be like the NBA. They want to be a global game. They don't want to just be an American game. I think it makes complete sense. And I think someday they will- To give them the Super Bowl? No, no, no. I think there someday will be franchises in London. There will be a franchise in- Germany. There will be franchises in Europe that will fly back and forth. No, I think what they'll, what's more likely is they'll start like they had before in NFL Europe with seven or eight teams and play for that. But then, then you're not flying 14 hours every week. I think week. they're going to be actual teams in the league. I you, do. I, right, so in the picture same way, this. Yeah. Team in London. Right. Every time they fly, it's a 10-hour flight. Every time they play a road game. Well, it's five hours to New York. Right. But if they're going to play the Rams, they're going to play the Niners. That's gonna... a that's a ten hour flight, right? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It, it absolutely does. With the state of air travel now that these guys have charters and all that stuff, it's yeah. totally fine. And and by the way, I there's no evidence that 
playing in Europe has necessarily hurt the performance of teams. Like the Rams had a really good year the year they played in London. And it was a great experience, and the fans are so friggin' well, into those it. games aren't going anywhere. There's games every year in London and Barcelona, and I mean, and, and get ready, the London franchise is going to be huge. Yeah, don't see it, Bergman. You think there's going to be a team in Europe that is going to play regular season games with their home base in Europe? No, I don't think it's ever going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it I should think, either. I'm I John. think they Absolutely want not. the game to grow globally. They the do, way but the doesn't need NBA to go. NBA has the way baseball is with the World Baseball Classic, which. Bergman, you you you're not a fan at all of the World Baseball Classic. I just no, I'm not a fan of the World Baseball Classic. I don't know what it actually does. It's every two years. I mean, I'm it's not it. like there's an Olympic baseball already. Everybody's playing. You're not going to watch it. Every, I'm you're not going to watch it's it. Better than, Stop it's better than it. I watch spring training games. You think I'm not going to watch high leverage games in a World Baseball? This isn't high classic? leverage. It's the World Baseball sure, Classic. Sure, it's the World Baseball Classic. No. Have you looked, by, by the way, if you looked at the American team, you're going to want to watch. No, them. I know there they are, have Mike a bunch Trout, of they have Mookie Betts, they have Will Smith. Dominican Republic's going to be really Look, good. I don't Japan's watch the Olympics. I'm not going to watch this. Yeah, I, it's going to be it's going to be a thing. You'll wind up watching. We'll see. It beats it beats spring training games at noon. No, I would rather watch the Dodgers spring training because I'm watching my guys. Yeah. All right, your guys are going to be playing in the World Baseball Classic. What? Hit it, Jorge. Is there something new? No, this so is you guys, Springsteen. You guys mentioned Springsteen. Big news today to people like Ireland and I, Springsteen fans. Damn, I've seen Springsteen five times. He's coming okay. back. Yeah. He's coming back. No, really. So the, for him. so the 2023 tour was announced months ago, and I was upset because they weren't. he wasn't going to come to California. But today announced, December 4th and December 6th, he will be at Inglewood mm. at the Forum. And if you want, December 8th, you go up to the Bay Area and see him. I'm nice. guessing at Chase, Chase Center. Yeah. 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 So now, we talked about Bolton and Air Supply in right. September. This is going to be an expensive year for Big me. Big one. Big one. Now I got to go already, see Bruce. Yeah, I got tickets. What do I get tickets for? I got tickets for Janet Jackson. Right. I'm definitely going to see the boss. Are I got, you? Yeah, oh, so for sure. You want to go together? No. Um, I'll tell you this. I, I had no hesitation. No. When you pay money to go see Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> yeah. you never, ever get shortchanged. No. no. He no. empties the tank. No matter. He'll come on at 730, yep. and he will go till midnight, and it'll be great, and yep. there'll be no other acts. And he takes no breaks, and he just goes. He's the greatest performer. Yeah, in unbelievable. My unbelievable. So can, now think about that. Bruce gives it all. Yeah. Right. Every day. Yeah. He should be like a mentor to you, maybe. In what way? Of just doing the best you can. Every do you day not to think do I'm doing job. the best I can? Well, if Mace was 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 on, in Springsteen's band, he'd do like one out of the five <laughs> shows. Yeah. No, I do a couple of them. He'd yeah. have a stand in the do other a day. Couple yeah. Of them, yeah. So uh, I think we should all go together, like a like a Mason and Ireland party. A Mason and Ireland party at the Forum. Why not? It's going to be a big ticket. I'm just letting you know. Pricey. Yeah, I know. Between that and Bolton and Air Supply, it's going to be a lot of money. Bolton and Air Supply, those tickets bowl. are wildly available. No, they're not. Yes, they I are. checked this morning. Yeah. It's not. It's not as wildly available. Every 65-year-old woman in Los Angeles try is going to, to God see bless them. Yeah, that, try to go look them up. You're, it's not easy. Chris, those women need love, too. And Bolton. Hollywood Bowl in September. Excellent. Can't wait. Mason in Ireland doesn't continue now. Go. No, it, do, it doesn't continue now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. All right, coming up <laughs> next for you, John, I want to ask you a question. Which is? At what age did you know who you are? Okay. At what age did you know who you are? Okay. Think about that. We'll do that coming up next for you. Plus, we'll circle back to the Lakers, who had just a dynamic defensive performance last night in uh, in Portland as the Lakers fall again. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. 
Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Live Imaging Tuesday is on. Mason and I Careful now. Valentine's Day. Yes. Well, we hope to be by uh, the time you need to redo your yeah. deals. Yeah. It's a great song. <laughs> a very big album. Was this Foreigner 4? Yeah, Foreigner, yeah. God, I love Foreigner too. At the very end, I, I don't think know they've got to be touring somewhere. Lou Graham's got to be singing Lou Graham's somewhere. Dead. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He died not a few years anymore. ago. Yeah. It's uh, a final. Somebody it's said. a final. Hey, that's a Tony Bruno line. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, at the very end of this song, if you listen all the way to the end, uh, do you know who Jennifer Holiday is? Yeah. The artist? Jennifer Holiday comes in and sings at the very end of this song. Really? Fantastic. Yeah. She must have been end. really young. She was. She was like doing uh, Broadway and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. You're giving us the fun uh, facts. The old Joel Whitburn uh, information. Exactly. For the, for the people that know what that means. Yes. All right, coming up in about 25 minutes, you're going to do Game of Games. Jacob here today? Yeah, Jacob's here today. Yes. Jacob, My game. Jacob's won, I think, two of the last three times he's played. My game, and it's a Valentine's Day theme. Oh, game. nice. Yeah. You know, if I could put rearrange the alphabet, I'll put you and I together. <laughs> <laughs> and in about Boring. 35 minutes, Super Cross Talk with Shinano and Cappy. They're in the building today yes. as we get ready for a Valentine's Day extravaganza on Excellent. the afternoon show. Right now, more of Mason and Ireland, your Tuesday. Hey, Mace. Yo. Are you a parking ticket? Mm. You got fine written all over you, eh? Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. That's good. That's Boy, good. you're, you're get, good at these. Getting there. And this one got to Brenda, right? Uh, one of, which line got to Brenda? All, all of them. them. Yeah, now she knows them all. He's unloaded the whole arsenal. <laughs> <on her. laughs> the entire arsenal. <laughs> Twelve years, man. <laughs> and by the way, if you're not, if you you're not, we're talking about relationships, and you know, John's been married a long time. Morales, I don't know what you're doing. I've been together with a long time. We all. But if you're single, yeah, totally fine. No, like, Valentine's a, Day is a total. By the way, celebrate your singlehood. This is a great day in my phone. It's popping. Yeah. Okay, you Burn just got to be able to have an out. Meaning, oh, I work late. It's Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, well, I've got. I've I'll got, see you in a few weeks. I've got the newlywed game. At yeah, I've got the unnewlywed game. Unnewlywed see you the graphic game, on my Insta. Exactly. No, got to play golf at Black Gold. You should be Smoke very a cigar with Tommy. <laughs> did you see Greg and uh, Mario were out there? Uh, I did. I saw that. I was not invited. You're so jealous. Who is the big winner? Not uh, me. That's for sure. Well, Tommy always technically wins because he's consistent. You know me. Right. I start getting uh, cocktails. Really good hole, then a bad hole, then and I'm, a I'm having couple fun. of good ones. Tommy takes it very seriously. Does he? Yeah. He's also really good. Is he good? Yeah. I wouldn't say really good. He's good. He's moderate. He's, he's consistent. Would he beat Ireland? He's about the same as me. We Tommy and I tied Morales and Travis when we played. Oh, okay. Here's the problem. Yeah. 
I play really well the front. I'm fresh Saturday morning, got yeah. the coffee. I'm like, today's the day I don't drink or eat carbs yeah. on the course. Uh-huh. And then by the back nine, you're drinking and eating and carbs? All, yes. Because yeah. Tommy's like, oh, once he sees that we're about even at the eighth hole, he's yes. like, oh, did you see this bottle of Don goes Julio? Goes like, Costco? I'm like, what? He's like, oh, I ordered a pizza for the turn. And then it just goes. Then it's, it's game off. Gone, gone south. Yeah, see, I never get invited to these little You don't golf. play golf. I, I, I would still go. Would you bring your trapeze? No, the trapeze is at home. A lot of people so. saying you've ruined the whole trapeze visual for them. <laughs> yeah. I think it made it better for me, personally, but that's yeah, my you, own preference. Out there. Uh, Mason and I, uh, listen, if you have both sides. BYOT. You know, you got a wide open field. Exactly. Mason and Island continues now. All right. Yeah. But, so, Bergman, celebrate your singlehood today. That's what I've been doing for, for years. Yeah. <laughs> totally fine. Well, not le- years. Probably about a year. Yeah, totally good <laughs> to be guy, single. Come on. Yeah. Okay. So, I asked a question. At what age did you know who you are? At what age did you know? Because I, I bring this up because Harrison Ford who's got a new show on Apple Plus, which is actually really good, Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford, it's called Shrinking. Yeah. He did an interview and he said, I know who I am. And he thinks that's why he's successful, which I, I would agree. At what age did you know who you are? Um, I'm not sure I'm there yet. No, not there? I... I uh... You're a creature of habit. You're, yeah. You're definitely I'm comfortable in, your ways. in my own skin. I'm closer to the end than I am to the beginning. But at the same time, I, I, I hate to say that I, I'm done learning because I think when you do that, you, you're done. You're, you know, if, if if you don't think you can learn anything or get better, then right. I think you're mailing it in. And I, I'm, I just always think you can get better and find new things. So I'm, I'm not sure I'm there yet. What, yeah. Do you have an age that you felt like you turned? Or, well, or, well, when you came out, did that change everything? Didn't quite. When I was 41, I think that's when I kind of figured out. How old out. were you when you came out? 26. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, that, that was a huge step. But 41 was when I became... I finished in New York. I came back and worked in. We were working in L.A. at that point, right. and I sort of settled in and figure out who I was. I was in a relationship, all that stuff. Bergman, at what age did you know who you are? I, I'm with John. I did. I don't know. You don't. Uh, know. Who I was two years ago is definitely not the person. So you're I am evolving. Today. Always. You always have to be evolving. So no, I do not know who exactly who I am. Who I, I know who I am right now, but in five years I'm going to be somebody else. Jorge. I would say when I was like 23, 24. Yeah? Yeah, because I was just, you know, 20, 21, 22, you're just partying, partying, partying. Then at 23, I was 62. My soccer coach was 62 years old at the time, and he's the one that got me, like, focused. He's like, look, you can party all the time, but you're not getting any younger. So you got to either pick a career, pick something that you want to do, and from that point forward, that's when I was like, okay, it's starting to make sense. So it was the coach that did it? Yeah, it was one of my coaches Um, and my parents and stuff, of course. Okay, breaking news? Yeah. We oh, hang on, hang on. Is Morales still back there? There you go. In the other room, I can go grab him. Uh, oh, no. Is it Jenna Kramer did something? No. Oh. <laughs> Lou Graham very much alive. Oh, Lou Graham! Chris killed off Lou Graham Reports prematurely. Reports of his demise have he been is, greatly exaggerated. Yeah, he is 72 years old. God bless you. It's he not final. Is, uh, I apologize to is, the great Lou Graham. He killed is Lou living Graham. in Rochester, New York, so when you're in Rochester, if you see Lou Graham, he's not dead. Uh, I uh, I apologize, and thanks yeah. to our friends at Rhino Records. They love Live Imaging Tuesday, unlike you, Mace. I love they Live Imaging. They love that we play Yacht Rock. They love that John and I talk about music. They're our friends over in Burbank. I know. I also know music. I just don't know Yacht Rock because I'm not from the South Bay. All right, here's I'm something not from I, the South Bay. I never knew about Lou Graham. Yes. 
Can this be true? How would I not know that? He's 5'6". Wow. That's rough. Well, that's not nice. No, that's right. I, I would not be want to be a You know who like else was ever around person. that height? Sliwa? Prince. Oh. By the way, Lou Graham also had a solo. That was a joke about Slee, and nobody's giving me anything. Okay. It was funny. Uh, yeah, Lou Graham. <laughs> Don't throw stuff at me. I love Live Imaging Tuesday. I don't know why you say I hate Live Imaging Tuesday when I actually like Live You're Imaging Tuesday. You're behind all the Reddit hate, although now it's changing I, to love. I Shout out to the Reddit group. I hope they don't have it. Wait, wait, you're still no, following that. I thought that I Reddit page I was defunct. I don't defunct. go to Reddit. No, the one that Mace created is defunct. The other one is still alive and well. Oh, there's still another is page? It, is it still nothing but hate? No, well, not for me anymore. They've okay. changed. They've, they've changed. Turned, they've, they've turned on you. Yeah, now you're gonna have to have a meeting and say, oh. guys, what are we doing? Yeah, Reddit. Hey, what Reddit. Are we what are we doing here? Oh, yeah, I apologize to Lou Graham. That's all right. Thanks. I'm happy he's alive. Thanks, Lou. Way to go. Hang in there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh, do we do? Oh, Lakers. When John? John? Yeah. John, yeah, 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 yeah. John. 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 Twenty-four games left. Yep. Nine of them on the road. Fifteen of them at. Crypto. If they do not, first of all, they need LeBron and AD on the correct. Floor, clearly, because AD is not playing well at all, and he deactivated his Instagram. Blah blah blah. But he's not played well for four consecutive games now. He scored eighteen points on nineteen shots, or nineteen shots. Either one. Neither one on is good. Shots, so, right. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad, and they played no defense whatsoever. Well, keep Where in is mind, the urgency? Um, keep in mind, in, to address the first concern you have. Um, when LeBron does not play, yep, Anthony Davis gets double and triple teamed. Hello. We have a, we have a, a mystery caller on line eleven. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Let's see. Line. Hello, mystery caller. Welcome. Hi, I'm just doing traffic on the sevens here for Valentine's Day traffic. It's freaking brutal. If you're going north on the 110 right now, I just want to let you know that. Uh, you know, you, it's going to be backed up starting at PCH, and it's going to take you all the way to Carson on 223rd Street. So plan accordingly if you've got Valentine's Day plans. That's ESPN LA traffic on the 7. Right, well, that on was, the first of all, uh, George, that was very impressive. It's a good bet. Second of all, I've bet $10,000 in mythical money on you and Kelly. Oh, he already he hung, hung up. up. He hung yeah. up. They just called um, him. It was only for the 7s. Is that mean he's going to be late? Probably. Yeah, I think that was <laughs> was that his announcement that was of his saying hey, at least he's letting us know he's gonna make he's nice. not gonna make it to crosstalk. Yeah, traffic on the seven. Okay. He'll hopefully make it. I'm gonna do that to Cappy's some of the shows. Here. I'll He'll just call it. and do a traffic report on the ones or the fives or whatever it is. Who yeah. does? Uh, doesn't Keyshawn used to do that on? Uh, what does KNX do? Uh, traffic on the fives. On the fives. Yeah. There you go. We used to have traffic reports. Yeah, but I wait. never use traffic reports on the radio. Do you? Do you ever listen for no, traffic reports? No, I just use Waze. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Google Maps will yeah, tell you here. where it's crowded. Yeah, it'll tell me. It'll it'll send if it if it's really crowded, it'll send me another direction. Uh, all right, coming up next, I got a problem with Scott Ford. Who is he? I'll tell you next. Mason in Ireland, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? 
It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Live Imaging Tuesday on Mason and Ireland. Valentine's Day feel. Ooh, producer Jorge pulling oh, up the arm. I like this. You like this? Whole, oh, Mason? yeah. This is something you could move to tonight. Oh, yeah, You know what is. I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you want it? You, I, I know. You can kind of do I a pony. With the, you can just kind of groove with this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable right now. You know, you get up on there and just. Oh, and then the, the chair. You got to do the chair. That's how you do. Oh, yeah. Mace, you're ready for tonight. Valentine's I haven't seen Day. anything like this since I took my brother-in-law to the Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, the great Jacob Imrani was in the other room oh, to see that. proud to be here. <laughs> to be associated with this show. Proud to be yeah. associated, yes. Coming up in about 10 minutes, Jacob will be here to play Game of Games, and then it's Super Cross Talk with Shidano and Cap. Don't forget, at 5.05 p.m., the unnewlywed game. Yeah. Mrs. Sidano and... Rachel yeah. will play with Shidano and Cap. Don't miss that. Right now, Mason and Ireland continues your Tuesday. Yeah, now, we, who's this guy you're mad at? That I haven't, I, Have I heard of this guy? Yeah. So do you know people who just hate listen to the show? Yes. No. Oh, Morales <laughs> raises his hand. So I get this. I, I mean, I get this all the time. I get it on the YouTube. Bergman, on YouTube, we get people who oh, hate us for some reason. There's somebody. I just blocked him for myself. Like, what's the point of listening if absolutely you hate, hate the show? Absolutely hates me. I got Scott hates Ford tweeted, I don't like your radio show. Classical music is so much better. Well, why are you listening, Scott Ford? <laughs> this guy, this one dude, Carlos Prado, he's always like, oh, you're a producer. You're the worst ever. Can't we get someone else back? You're the worst. I hate you so much. Worst ever. That's a pretty high bar that to is, clear. It is. That's it high is. praise. Ever. Yeah. No, I, I don't understand the concept of I'm listening, but I hate you. Well, this, okay, circle back to what we were talking about earlier, why Anthony Davis deleted his Instagram. Sure. This is what I'm talking about. There are people out there that just are negative and they want to drag you down with them. And if you're spending any headspace on these people, you're stupid. You know, don't listen to them. I'm glad I de- dropped his Instagram because they're they're in 13th place. They have a losing record. Yeah. Uh, surround your headspace with people that are trying to make you better and see how that goes. You don't need the negativity. Well, who was the old? What was the uh, uh, old line? Was it Eleanor Roosevelt who said, "No one can make you feel inferior without your consent." Hmm. Yeah, that's a good line. Uh, yeah, I, I would have, I would have done that line and just claimed it for myself. Well, there, you can. I don't think anyone's going to be <laughs> yeah. worried about. It. But yeah, I'm, I, I'm, in full support of you uh, either blocking or uh, getting rid of whoever that guy is. Not a is. big blocker. Well, Do you I, block people? Try it. You'll feel better. Block that guy. There's not a single person blocked on my account. All right, block that guy. I just, started. I started muting people. I just don't want just to just block that. because Scott of what Ireland. Just, yeah, just no, no, mute him because then that way he can yeah, still see like everything you wrote. Insult. But you never have to see anything that they write. Anything he write that'll drive him crazy. So he'll I see like, my stuff, but I won't. You won't see. see no. Oh, right. that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. And it's called muting. Mute. mute. Yes. It's a wonderful thing. I'm with Ireland. I don't. I just don't need to hear all that negative nonsense anymore. So you know, life weird, is hard enough. But you know, what's you know? Weird yeah, around here, it, after some point of time, like I used to be super sensitive about stuff. Now you can pretty much say anything at me. I remember one time, this guy at some like inland newspaper ripped me, and I wrote a. 
oh, rebuttal yeah. to this that was like three pages long, and I sent it to Mason. I go, hey, before I send this to this guy, I'm gonna, I, I want you to read it. And it was like somebody from the Toluca Lake Times yeah, it or was something like, like that. Somebody who had a, a, a readership of 10. Yes. And Mason just started laughing, and he goes, "What? Are you, what are you trying to get out of this?" He goes, "You're making this much. You're you're, you're making this a way bigger you're, story. You're elevating him by responding to yes. this guy who no one reads. Yeah, which I think is a, is a little bit of this. Yeah, nobody. If Scott Ford was any good, he'd have his own show. Who I bet. Go Scott, listen to classical music and pound sand, I, Scott I Ford. I bet Scott Ford didn't realize when he sent that tweet that he was going to become famous. Banned, banned from the show. <laughs> yeah, but isn't it? Doesn't it feel good sometimes just to write back to them because the thing." is like if you meet them in person they're not Joe, gonna say who are you george you. carl yes yeah <laughs> i mean that's fine it's fun it's fun to re- respond to them sometimes but after a little while it's just too much yeah i don't i try not to engage in that crap well because when you do then they come back like, oh no 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 i was i was oh, just no, kidding yeah oh, no, i was way, kidding if i responded to scott ford right now he would say i'm just kidding i really like your yeah. show i hate classical too late music. ban screw beethoven i love mason and ireland <laughs> <laughs> he would say exactly that but they exactly listen. That's all that matters. Yeah, he's listening. You always say you either want to be loved or hated. Hate watch, hate listen. We're always here. All right, uh, we're going to do Game of Games. Uh, uh, can I do a shout out for a yes. TV show? No. Yes, please do. Okay, so HBO, where, did you ever watch White Lotus? No, but I, oh, I will. Mike White, so my good. old neighbor, produced that. Yeah, oh yeah. No, Wrote he's, it. He's, he's the, the guy. He's the guy behind it. Yeah, he's the guy. So there's a brand new show on HBO. Bergman, I don't know if you've watched it either. It's called The Last of Us. The la- oh no! I so I played the video game. Yes, and I and had a great time playing it. I just haven't gotten around. Riley wanted my people, daughter want to watch it. People love this show. The show is great. Pedro is it good? Pascal is fantastic. Yeah, I want to watch it. Uh, and there's one episode that just made me cry. And here's the thing: I was told that I would watch an episode that would make me cry, and it worked. And then I, wa- I was watching it on the plane. I got tears like coming down my Murray Bartlett and uh, Nick Offerman fantastic in this one episode but the last of us it's on sunday nights on hbo they're about halfway through the season still time to catch up john it's not for you okay good because i don't a, have time it's about a fungus that grows in people and turns them into oh, sort of zombie like no creatures. no thank you uh, although that guy pedro pascal i had never heard of him and he was in a big show what show was he in uh let's see the mandalorian maybe yeah but he was also in this movie um, the unbearable that one greatness of Nicolas Cage. Or yeah, whatever that was yeah. Okay, did you watch that movie? Yeah, that's that funny movie's as hell. great. Yeah, yeah. You know that a day after this conversation, you know who the daughter is who plays his daughter in that movie, no. right? Who who is fantastic? Mm. I like watched the movie. I go, God, that kid playing the little girl was great. Yep, I couldn't believe it. It's Kate Beckinsale's daughter. Oh, really? Her dad is Michael Sheen. Oh wow. Yeah, and she's good. Lily Mo Sheen is her name. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Almost steals the movie. It's so like a little Nepo baby? Yeah, but great. But great. What do you think of the Nepo babies? I think that if they didn't have talent, they would burn out. I totally agree. I think it's okay to be a Nepo baby. Like, this is the first time I ever heard that term. Yep. Was Andy Cohen calling Anderson Cooper a, a Nepo, Nepo baby? baby. Yeah. And because he's Gloria Vanderbilt's son. And here's the bottom line if you're good enough. Yep. Uh, like, I, people always say this about Joe Buck. Joe Buck is a fantastic play-by-play he announcer. He's, he's great. He, he would hates be, the Dodgers, but he's great. He would be. He does not hate the Dodgers. He would be even if Jack Buck was not his of father. Of course. Uh, and, and so when people say, well, he only got that job. Well, he may have got in a door because he got that job, but you don't keep it for 25 years right. unless you're really good at it. Well, you and, and by the way, you can't help who you're 
dad is or who your right. mom is. And if is. it opens doors for you, more power and to it, you. And let's be honest, it does. But if you don't have talent, you will not survive. Yeah, you'll burn out. Yeah. All right, uh, coming up next for you. By the way, I I take great pride in the fact that um, I'm a self-made person. Yeah, you and I did not come from famous no, parents. No, did not come from famous parents. Bergman, Although our parents self, would disagree. Very much so, yes. Jorge, you're self-made. Oh, yeah. Jacob Romani's self-made. 25 years he's been doing this. He's coming in here to play Game of Games next. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, it is Valentine's Day, and Jacob Imrani is here. Jacob, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, we've, we've come up with a game. It's Name is Your Buzzer. No, oh it's not. no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> now, wait, why, won't you, why won't you take me on Name is Your Buzzer? Because for some reason, I just get, like, stuck in that game. I just can't. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't make Name as Your Buzzer because I knew you were coming here, so I wanted to make the game a little I appreciate bit friendlier. Uh, and I wrote a little poem uh, to start the game the way oh, Michael excellent. Thompson would. Let's hear it. Roses are red, violets are blue. Today is the day to play a game with you, a game of love, a game of fate. It's the day we try to find our love mate. Chad okay, GTP. very good. Ah, yes, that was absolutely Chad Chad GTP. Straight up. You can't fool me. <laughs> I wrote that. Oh, yeah, right. I wrote that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Uh, it is uh, multiple choice. And uh, <laughs> wait, wait. in order to inspire you, do not read this out loud. Okay, this is just to inspire you because you just read a poem. Do not read it out loud. <laughs> Are you ready to go now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. ready to go. Ready to go. Oh, that's funny. Oh, boy. That's funny. All right. Well, now I want to know what it is. <laughs> yeah, screenshot it. Send it to the group. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll send it. It's okay. a good one. It's All a right. good one. Here we go. Multiple choice. Number one, how many different husbands did Elizabeth Taylor have in her life? Was it seven, eight, or nine? Jacob. Uh, seven. Seven, uh, Ireland. Now, does Richard Burton count once or twice? Counts twice. How many? I'm sorry, counts once. How many? Then I'm with husbands? Jacob. Seven. Seven. Okay. okay. Bergman. Yeah, seven. Seven. No, seven and with the crowd. Jorge. Yeah, it's absolutely correct. Seven. You would think at some point you'd say, "All right, I'm out. This just isn't going to work." Well, what didn't Larry King have seven or eight when we had him on? I think before he, he had, died. I think he had eight. Yeah. All right. Here's number two. Who is the patron saint of love and lovers? Is it? A, St. Valentine, B, St. Cupid, or C, St. Maria. Uh, Jacob, this one is to you. Again. Oh, no, right. I'm sorry. I'm no, go to, go to John. Go to John. St. Valentine, St. Cupid, or St. Maria? I'll say St. Cupid. St. Cupid. Uh, Bergman? St. Valentine. St. Valentine. Jorge? St. Valentin. St. Valentin. Uh, and Jacob? I'm going with St. Cupid as well. 
Uh, the correct there is no Saint Cupid. Uh, the correct answer is Saint Valentine. All right, so Jorge and Greg got that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Jorge, give me my uh, machine there. <laughs> Yeah, now we're all seeing oh, it. No, I need, I need yeah. to see it now. Hold on, I need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, fun. Greg, do not read it out loud. Yeah. Awesome. No, I'm not going to read that out loud. That's, pretty good, though. Huh? It's a, that's a pretty damn funny. <laughs> Tweet that and your career is over. Yeah. Right. Uh, yep. Right. Okay, here is number three. This popular romantic film was released on Valentine's Day in 2004. Was it A, When Harry Met Sally, B, The Notebook, or C, Sleepless in Seattle? Bergman, you start. 2004, The Notebook. The Notebook, he says. Jorge. When Harry Met Sally. Oh, uh, there's your scene, yeah. Uh, Jacob. Let's see. 2004, that's 20 years ago. I'm going to go with When Harry Met Sally. When Harry well. Met Sally in Ireland. I'm with Greg. I think it's The Notebook. It is The Notebook. Oh, right. can't go against Greg. Greg my Which is God. a great movie. Bergman, you're Never should. You're undefeated. What's wrong with you? In the undefeated. <laughs> I'm Never just lost. good at these games. Never lost. Never lost. All right, here we go. Uh, J-Lo is now happily married to Ben Affleck. She mm -hmm. has been married no, a total she's married. of happily. four times. Yeah, she's married. You, saw you her. said happily. <laughs> Didn't you watch the, the <laughs> Grammys? Oh, well, they're upset over <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, J-Lo is now happily married to Ben Affleck. She's been married a total of four times. Which of these men was not married to J-Lo? Cuban actor Ohani Noah, backup dancer Chris Judd, or clothing designer Claude Armour. Uh, this one is to you, Jorge. Claude Armour. Claude Armour. Uh, Jacob. I would say Claude Armour as well. Claude Armour. Ireland. I'm with the crowd. Claude Armour. And Bergman? With the crowd. And that is correct. Yeah, that must have been more obvious than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, here's number five. This Academy Award-winning director has been married five times. Is it A, Francis Ford Coppola? B, Christopher Nolan, or C, Martin Scorsese. Jacob. Uh, say the same again. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola, Christopher Nolan, Martin Scorsese. I'll go with Coppola. Coppola, uh, Ireland. Um, I'm going to go Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan, Bergman. Uh, I'm going to say Scorsese. Scorsese and Jorge. I'm going uh, Nolan. The correct answer, boy Greg. Hey, oh, five in a row. Five in a row. What? What do you? Not just saying five for five. Yeah. You uh, can look. You can. I'm on YouTube. Yeah. You can. You can see I'm what I'm saying, doing. I'm yeah. not saying anything. You know. Look. Make you want to see first. my? You want to okay. see my? You want to see my picture? This is what I have. Come on. It's Bergman five. <laughs> I do not. Three. Chief. Jorge three. Jacob two. Are you over there googling? And that's uh, it. Sound no. And that sounds like a complaint to me. Is what no, that I, sounded I, like. I made a point of saying I'm not yeah. saying anything. Throw it to anything. the camera. Throw it to the camera so they can see you. Not saying anything. This Academy Award-winning actor has been married to his wife for 40 years. Is that A. Tom Hanks, B. Daniel Day-Lewis, or C. Denzel Washington Bergman, you've got to go first. This was it was the, been married for forty years. Forty years, Hanks, Daniel Day Lewis, or Denzel, Hanks, Hanks, uh, Jorge, Denzel, Denzel, Jacob, <laughs> Denzel. That's his name. That's how he says. That it's is how he says. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Is that is that your answer? No. What's your answer? <laughs> I'm going Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I'm going Denzel. The correct answer. Denzel. Oh. He has been, uh, Tom Island Hanks and, and Rita Wilson have, have been married 34 years. Congratulations. Denzel wow. Washington or Denzel has been married to Paulette Pearson for 40 years. Yep. Wow. All right. How many are left? Uh, we've got three left. Okay. So Bergman still has to go first. Okay. Valentine's You're Day. You're still alive, but barely. Barely. Valentine's okay. Day was first recognized by the Catholic Church in what era? In the 400s AD, 
in the 1100s or in the 1800s? Bergman? 400s, 1100s, or 1800s? Yep. 1100s. 1100s. Uh, Ireland, you're next. I don't think it's 400, and I don't think it's 1800. I'm with Greg. 1100. 1100s. Uh, all right. Uh, Jorge? Uh, 18. 1800s. And Jacob? I, I got to go 1800. I got to go against these guys. Everybody missed oh, it. 400. Uh, In the 400. Really? It has wow. been around for a long okay. ass time. Two more? Two more. All right, Jacob, you're out. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming by, buddy. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day. The chocolate. Nice See you yep. later. All right. All right, Bergman, five. Briones and Ireland, four each. Okay. According to legend, the first Valentine's card was sent by who? William Shakespeare, Charles the Duke of Orleans, or Henry VIII? William Shakespeare, Charles the Duke of Orleans, or Henry VIII? Bergman, you have to go first. I don't think it's Henry VIII. Um, so the Duke or Shakespeare? Correct. I'm going to go Henry VIII. <laughs> okay. No, wait, no, that's not who I wanted. No, that's not who I went. Oh, I screwed it up. Who do you want? I'm in. I'm in. It's, no. it's fine. Okay. I mean, I don't. I wanted yeah. to go with the, the the second one, not Shakespeare, not Henry VIII. Nah, he said Henry VIII. The Duke. Do we one. allow him? The Duke. It's, it's fine. I I did you say. I said Henry VIII. All right, Henry Henry VIII. What are you going? I'll go with the Duke. The Duke. Uh, I'll go with the Duke. The Duke is the correct. That's answer. what I wanted too. It's such garbage. That's what I meant to say. Oh, I totally screwed that up. Yeah. All right, five to five to five. This is the last one. Here we go. Duke. Juan and I just celebrated our 17th anniversary on New Year's Day. What is the traditional gift for 17th anniversaries? Is it A wine, B crystal? Or C, donuts. <laughs> Ireland? Wine, crystal, or donuts? Now you say, what is the traditional gift, not what your no, gift no, We is. actually did donuts, but no. Yeah. What is the actual traditional I'll gift? I'll go wine. Wine. Bergman. Wine sounds right. Do you have a tiebreaker? Yeah, I do. Wine. Wine. Jorge? Uh, it's crystal. Uh, Jorge, you're out. <laughs> it is wine and spirits oh. for the 17th anniversary. And here we are again. All Bergman. right, me and you, Let's Ireland. Go. This is one where you've got to write down okay, the answer. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, Bergman, you got something to write on? I do. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Here's the question. What percentage of Americans are married? What percentage of Americans are married? So both of you write Ooh. down your answers. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I wrote okay. it down. All right, I wrote it down. It's closest, not closest without okay. going over. Okay. Ireland? I wrote 37%. Ooh, we're close to each other. I wrote 43%. The correct answer. 45%. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Ireland! <laughs> wow. Good call, Birdman. Woo! <laughs> By the way, John, that's four for me this month. Oh, wow. I don't know I where can't you win are. This month anyway, because I'm going on vacation, but I really wanted to take you out before I yes. left. Ireland really wow. wants right. to win these things badly. Tomorrow, Michael's game. Yeah, excellent. Uh, by the way, game of games brought to you by calljacob.com. Don't I forget. Jacob, I should have let you pick for me. What would you have said? <laughs> I know. I, I, you were I, more, I, more, I, more I like me. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought it was 40, so I would have been right. very close yeah, well, to Yeah, well, wait, we, that wouldn't have helped us. Yes. Right. I want to remind people winning matters. That's why after an accident, go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Jacob, uh, last night, what did you think of our defense? <laughs> 
Ah, uh, yes. Well, I think I think John and I, you know, discussed it the moment I walked in. Yeah. Man, that was a tough drive for me home because all I kept hearing is John saying, and another three-pointer. Damn and right. another I was, No, I told him I was, I was like uh, DJ Khaled. And, and another, another one. one. <laughs> and another one. Yeah. And, and you know, as sad as it is, is that even with all of that going on, they were within 13 at some point. Yeah. Every time right? they sort of made a mini run, somebody would knock down a three for them. Yeah, and it's just it's just amazing. For, we just don't do well in Portland. They hate us historically. Michael yeah. talks about that all the time. That you know they look at the Lakers as the Super Bowl. They think we're pompous and uh, and stuck I up and I say and, Portland is where people go when they flame out in LA. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you watch. But that. that that tension is palpable. Yeah, and you can see that. But you know, I think the greatest thing here becomes is let's understand this is a second game. Yep. with the new guys on. Um, I think there's a. There no really LeBron. Is, there, there was no LeBron. Uh, but I think ultimately, at the end of the day, everyone thought even with no LeBron going into Portland, you should have beat that team. I think that was the understanding based on the fact that, you know, they, they were missing a couple of players. But it doesn't matter. Right now, we got 20. We just talked with John about that. 24 or 25 or 24 games left. Uh, you know, you got Majorium here at Crypto. You got to get on a run and you got to get on a uh, on a big run. Yeah. And this is a time. And I think you can do it. And New Orleans, another team that is in front of the Lakers in the standings. Tomorrow night is a really big night. Last game before the All Star break. You want to go into it on a good note. Well, and they need wins just to get into the play in tournament. Yeah, right. So we're getting to the point now, 24 games left, where you can't afford to lose too many of these. Especially, I, I, I think yeah. they got to go 14 and 10. Especially with the game, with the teams that are ahead of you. Right. right. Because and every New time Orleans you lose there, on that that's, list. That's, Sorry, that's we, we pointed out earlier. All the teams are ahead of us except for two. That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, yeah. there goes that one. Hey, Jacob, it's great seeing you. Thanks a lot for coming in, man. Thanks great for the you. Uh, Thank you, chocolates. All right. Thank you, yeah. Thanks Being for the stuff. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, there you go. All, All right. right. It's time for Super Crosstalk. <laughs> there you go. Live and in person, Cappy. What's going on, man? How you doing? Cap, how oh, things? Man. Things are well. Excellent. Yes. Now, uh, Cap, I wanted to wait till you got here to tell you this. I actually bet against you and Rachel in the in the non newlywed game coming up. Oh yeah, we're huge underdogs. Okay. Yeah, the I, reason I, I did so. that is because I've never had a long conversation with Rachel. I've met her. Yeah. But I I once had a long conversation in my kitchen with Kelly Sedano, and I was very impressed with her. Was I, this the night of the Mike Trudell party yes. that none of us were invited yeah, to? None yes. of us were. Yeah. Well, Trudell controlled the guest list, gotcha. so that one's not my outsiders, fault. Outsiders. Yeah. Outsiders. Yeah. yeah. Um, not but, in the league. But mm-hmm. So I'm basing this strictly on Kelly. I think you and George cancel each other out. Um, you and Rachel have not dated as long as the Sedanos have been right. together. Um, where's your confidence level? Well, think about it like this. I mean, we're going to handicap this race, right? Okay. you got the Sedanos who have been married 11 years. Yeah. Right. They have two children together. Sure. They sleep in the same bed every night other than when George is on the road traveling, right? right. Yeah. Okay. They, they live together. They're a real family unit. Yes. Rachel and I... We've been dating four years. Not even. Almost. Almost four years. That's almost good. four, four years, years. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, we Rachel and I were talking on the way up here. Mm-hmm. We'd like to hear a little bit more about the trapeze act that goes mm-hmm. on in yeah. the bedroom. Yeah. Because we may want to try something similar. I'm okay. gonna do an Instagram live. <laughs> You, you and AD. Yeah. When, when, when Morales asked you earlier today, will you like FaceTime him while all this is going yeah. on? Yeah. I was in the car going, me too. I also would like to be FaceTimed. I got to see this for myself. Funny. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, so four years. So we've been dating almost four years. But you don't years. live together. Do not live together. Uh, she has two sons, two teenage boys. 
I have four kids. Three of them are away at college, but I have a 16-year-old daughter who lives with me full-time at home. Yep. So we don't live together. We're together a couple nights a week. Right. You know what I don't you know? like? When it seems this one-sided, it's like when it everybody, never is. It's like an, yeah. everybody yeah. at Fox picked uh, Philly, Philly to win the Super yep. Bowl. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Give uh, me 5K on uh, Kaplan and Why not 10? I, I'm not that confident. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you bet on Ten. the Sedanos? Ten yeah, G's, 10. huh? Yeah. yeah. Ten G's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's strictly on Kelly. I, I mean, I would tell George that. I. Uh, well, you can. There he comes. Oh, I, but, but I, I, I'm just, I was, I, I told George after uh, I met Kelly, I was just super impressed with her. Yeah. Just were you when you say impressed with her? Do you mean like how did he get a girl like this? Kind oh, of I a said thing? that to him you when did. I met her. You yeah, yeah. I, 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 how I, does a guy like him get a girl like her? That's well, a good I, I can, I can see why. I mean, they're a good couple. But George, I'm betting big on you. I heard. Thank you. Um, well, you've actually you've been in a social setting with us, correct? So and, that. I, and and this is not to to say Diminish. anything negative about you. It's strictly a bit a bet on Kelly. Oh, she's the sharp one <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was so impressed with her that night I talked to her for a while that that I'm I'm putting my money where my mouth is. So Cappy, I've got a question for yes, you. Yes, sir. I'm wearing my one pair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought are you you're not gonna model underwear. Take a look here, at are you? No, I've got All my right. one pair of Viore sweatpants. Oh jeez. Now, you... Sedano, have you ever worn sweatpants to work? You've worn For any sweatpants. reason? Uh, I have, but it was like... Happy's wearing sweatpants, too. But, like, those kind of fancy... I didn't even wear sweatpants when we were in here the for the same. bubble these doing are, games. No, but, like, it has to be those, like, fancy sweatpants. Yeah. That's what I have on. I've yeah, but you don't wear on. those. You wear, like, the old navy baggy right ones now, that are made I'm out of cotton. wearing the Vioris. Finally. What'd you pay for the Vioris? Those are much. those are a pretty penny, aren't those, they, Cap? Those, those, those right there, hundred fifty bucks. No, I was gonna say yeah, retail, full retail. Now, those did, are probably good. So, Cap, you've told me over and over again you're gonna get me a discount at Viore, and you've Correct. never got me a True. discount at Viore. He's and never gonna way, get you a discount anywhere. Boston Andrews said the same thing. <laughs> you he literally gonna... tells that to everybody. Oh, I got you. I'll hook you up. This is like Michael said. He literally you take you to the Bahamas. He literally texted us in the group chat a few months ago. Send me your shoe size because I have a Nike guy, and he never gets anyone Nikes True. but himself. True. That's true. Yeah. Now, That's right. No, he's but, right. He's right. But this is, if you ever, you ever talk to Michael about the Bahamas, Michael goes, well, whenever you're ready, let's go. I'll bring you down. You're a fraud. Are you going to try, try and use my megaphone? None of us you have ever been it. to the Bahamas. Yeah, you got to know how to use it. It says power on off. You're a fraud. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mace, Yo. it, it is true. Mm-hmm. It is true. What I, what I proposed was that I was going to get you what's called. You ready for this? Yes. And you deserve this. Mm-hmm. An influencer account. Well, I wonder why, since we just did five minutes on the damn company. Right, right. <laughs> so, that, but but I will tell you, it's like not as easy as, hey, my friend Steve needs an influencer account. You Send know? this tape to him. I will do that. But it's just, it's an issue of time and then passion. Like, do he I doesn't have the, have the time. Nor do I passion. have the passion yeah. for this. Right, yeah. right. Other than that, all on board. Or, yeah, all in. Or, yeah. or the simple, simple solution is this. Mm-hmm. You want to order a bunch of stuff? Yep. I'm happy to order it for you. Put it on my account, and you can you can get the discount. Okay. Easy, right? I like that. Easy. I like that. No problem. And then he'll bring it to you. Yeah, and then I'll deliver it In to like you. In like six months. <laughs> no, I'll bring it to you next Tuesday. Okay. See you next Tuesday, I, pal. I am, I am all in. I'm Seriously, <laughs> I'm going to do this. See you next Tuesday. Good luck. Mason, remember, remember the last time you decided to bet on Cappy, you ended up walking around Crypto.com Arena for 45 oh minutes. Oh, my God. It was like oh, that's when you got lost yeah, in the leave catacombs. A trail of yeah. breadcrumbs to figure out where the hell we were. <laughs> but, but 
<laughs> now you know parts of the arena that you didn't know. Correct. Yeah. I know yeah. the guts yeah. of crypto.com By the way, arena. I heard John's George Carl story. It's, it was incredible. Um, I have a funny story, too. It was told to me by Woody Page, okay. uh, who covered him in Denver sure. for many years. And I would like to hear this story, because yeah. I didn't hear it. Okay. Woody Page uh, on Around the Horn one day, because during the breaks, they'll like tape us, yeah. like telling stories. And I, when I did a game in Denver, one of our runners, um, who's worked for ESPN for a long time, the person who takes us to and from the hotel and like works in the city, um, told this story to me about Woody Page. And I asked him, and he told, retold me the story to a T. He used to live next to George Carl at one point. Okay, yep. what he did? They were legitimate neighbors. Okay. That they'd be in their on their decks and could wave at each other and talk to each other. Right. So when George moved next to Woody, Woody said to him, "Hey, man, I just want to let you know, I'm never going to bother you. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, I will go through PR for anything I need in regards to work related stuff, a story, et cetera, et cetera. If I need to write my column, blah 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 yeah. blah. So he's like, okay, no problem." So Woody writes a, a column, you know, a few months later. They were in a losing streak or something. Yeah. He rips Carl, right? right? And he says he's out in his deck having coffee. And Carl comes out and starts screaming at him. Oh, you man. mother bleeper, I can't yeah. believe you did. How dare you write this? You're a piece of blah, blah, blah. And Woody just looks at him and responds very calmly and says, you know, George, this goes both ways. If you want to contact, want to have a conversation about my column, yeah, you need through. to contact yeah. the Denver Post. Well, he was he kept the story that you didn't hear. He was such a good sort. Mason and I very briefly, for a short period of time, owned a racehorse. I remember. And so the George loves talking about racehorses. He does. The, yeah. The, yeah. No, you. The oh, Sonics. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. the he Sonics does. were big favorites over the Lakers in the playoffs, and the Lakers went up three games to one. And Game Five was in L.A. So we, we called the guy who makes the wreath, the big flower wreath yeah. that your horse gets when they win a race. Right. And we had him put in, in the wreath, giant flowers, beloved coach, see ya. You know, be, because yeah. it was game five and yeah. if he lost, the season was over. And we made Singer knock on his door at 530 <laughs> in the morning and he answers the door and he could not have been nicer oh my god he laughed hysterically me. he goes what is this and he calls to his wife he goes you gotta see this <laughs> she walks he goes that's no gift oh he my goes, god what are you guys doing why do you think we're struggling against these lakers oh you my know, god it's like he, he was such a good he won us over forever my yeah. favorite part of that story is that Singer shows up at his place and knocks on the door at five thirty in the morning? Yeah, that takes guts. Oh yeah, right? right. That takes guts. I would I would always try and get people like producer types to do stuff. Yeah, and and when they wouldn't want to do those kinds of things, I'm like, come on, man, where's where's your you know what? You yeah, know? we made Singer do all sorts of stuff like that. He had he was one of those guys. Everybody has a friend like this. That there's no other way for me to describe this. He has hair all over his body. Oh, yeah. Okay, like from, a sweater. Full yeah, sweater. Yeah, yeah. Full yeah, yeah. sweater. Yeah. So when the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue would come out every year, we'd make him put on a bikini. <laughs> and so you would see this guy with hair all over in a bikini and hand deliver the issue to famous people. Oh, my God. So we remember we had him knock this. on Bubba Smith's door. Oh, yeah. Oh, and man. Bubba answers the door. And he's, he's laughing. He goes, Do you realize how this man is dressed? <laughs> and then we, Jeannie Buss. He went to Jeannie Buss's house. And Jean, no way. she lived down on the beach. And she would not stop laughing. Oh yeah. my she God. goes, This is the meanest thing you guys have ever done. Yeah. And to Dave, who? To her or to him? To Dave. No, yeah. she oh, was okay. she, she was defending mutual. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And then after a while, he had like ten copies left over. 
And so we made him stand on Santa Monica Boulevard <laughs> out in front of where he did that and wave cars down and hand them out free Sports Illustrated. Hey. But we used to do doof, goofy producer Those stuff all the time. Those were the days. Hey, good thing Those David Singer days. has gone on to bigger and better much things, bigger right? And like, much better. Like he didn't get typecast as, no, you're the guy in the bikini with the hairy body yeah. all yep. over the place well, in front of Jeannie's the, house. The best bit he ever did was Mason came, this was brilliant, Mason came up with the idea to have him buy a, not a cell phone, but a cordless phone. Uh, yep. So, so we bought a cordless phone and sent Lenny Dykstra was opening a new car wash in Corona. And they said, will you guys do something with Dykstra? And we couldn't do the show. So he said, yes. Was this before Dykstra was really nuts? Yeah, before Correct. it went okay. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we sent Singer with a phone. Tell me through the car wash. On the outside, outside of the car. <laughs> of the car. Yeah. And he's just, he's doing play by play the whole time. And he's screaming. He goes, No, you said no wax. You said no wax. Ah! It was great. It was, it was great. like five minutes. And we were, we, we could not stop laughing. Yeah. It, w- it went for like five minutes of nothing but singer in pain. Oh yeah. my god, I love it because those it bristles, great. those bristles probably hurt. Yeah, yeah. you know, and they penetrate all that hair. Do you do that kind of stuff on the Cappy Cast? I haven't done you it know? on the Cappy Cast. Cappy Cast is too like um, we're too married to our computers. We can't go anywhere, or do anything. Right. You can't even like move around and take a call. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody's at home. Yeah. Do you listen to the Cappy Cast? I can't get past the commercials. Yeah, in the I beginning. can't either. Yeah. There's so many. Oh, just forward. It's, it's just like four minutes. minutes of yeah. ads. Four minutes. Yeah. Fifteen. I kept hours. moving forward. It just kept being ads oh, and ads and ads. Rolling no, forward and it. forward and yeah. forward. It's yeah. stop it. By the way, I'm also with you, John, on the NFL Europe stuff. Now, I do think Mason, you're right. It, they'll eventually do it, but it will be a huge failure. And here's why. Okay. So, I you the stuff you've seen. Oh, people there love it. The American media goes there and shows the people that love it. I've actually seen the stuff on like the BBC or whatever that they do. And literally people, they'll ask people like, hey, you know, there's this American football game here. And they're like, no, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, you like can, nobody but, cares. But there. No, it's not true. If you go no, to they a don't. game and I've been to a game, it is filled with fans wearing jerseys from every no, that's, single that's, team. That's a, it's a anomaly. It's like they do it three or four times a year, not for six, you know, whatever games they would have to do across an entire continent. But you agree it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. The wants to be a Huge failure. Yeah. Mark my words. I just want to tell you guys, yeah. I one time went to um, Germany yep. and Amsterdam yep. to call NFL Europe football The Rhine Fire? On the, yeah, and, and the, like the Dusseldorf Dragons. Right. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, can yeah. you name any? I think there was the London Monarchs. Right, yeah. Uh, the Barcelona fr- Dragons. Oh, Barcelona? Yeah. What were the Dusseldorf guys? I don't know what they were. So Amsterdam think, Admirals? I think yes. Trudell worked for the team in Barcelona, yeah. and he said the guy that got Cliff him Kingsbury. through it was Kingsbury. Yeah, oh, really? Great job. Kingsbury, Barcelona. Yeah. Kingsbury was the quarterback. They were about the same age, and he was making the most money on the team, and Trudell was making peanuts. Yeah. So every time they went out to dinner, Kingsbury picked up the tab yeah. and yeah. got Trudell through that thing. Yeah, and yeah. Eric, Christina Barcelona, whatever that movie. Vicky, Christina Vicky. Barcelona. Great movie. Oh. But I don't know if Bergman so would like it. But my I point don't know. is- I think everybody kind of likes that movie. Okay. My yeah. only okay. point is, is that there was actually a bit of a following. You know, it was American professional NFL caliber football being played in all these European cities. And I went over there for like two weeks and called three games over the course of two weeks. And it was awesome. I mean, I had a blast. Well, I'll tell you this. ESPN did a thing on Michael Sam going over there. Yeah. And you watch those games. There was nobody out there. But what what was he playing? In? Who was he playing? What Barcelona. 
But what is? is it's there another, a team league, in Barca- a, another league. Another yeah. league. Oh, oh well, yeah. no, they want the NFL. Yeah. yeah. They don't. They want to. But it's still going to be those type of players. It's not going to be anybody you no, know. No, it's going to be an actual team in the no, league. No, he thinks they're going to put an London NFL team in London. I think is going to get a franchise. Yeah, yeah. And, no but way. if you have to expand that much of the NFL, you're going to water down the rest of the product. No, I honestly, I'm with you. I think that what NFL owners want is they want to grow the pie. Of course they do. Is to grow it in Europe. But nobody over there cares. It's untrue. I'm telling you, I've been there at those games. Okay, you've been to an an outlier situation is what I'm telling you. Not a consistent week in, week out situation. <laughs> this isn't like you listen know, to him. Don't don't go against him. He's right. Well I'm just <laughs> well, I'm, he cares more about it well, than I do. I'm just telling you I'm just telling you that you go to a random game of yeah, course. Right. But you think they're gonna support us uh, like how yes, many teams would they have to put out there? Uh, one in Germany and one in London. No, That's but it. they have to put more than that. No, no, they you don't you need a division. They don't absolutely the, the divi- not. No, there will be how do you do it then? You you put John's the, right about the, the travel in the NFC East. No way. Of course you do. No way. Of course you do. It's a five-hour flight a to NFC di- East cities. That's not a huge disadvantage to the team in London. Uh, it's p- traveling a lot, yes, but they get. They're the ones that have to go a bunch of times. Correct, but I think it's going to be an actual real NFL team in a division. Cappy, am I right? No, or am I think I right? you're right about that. <laughs> okay, but I think it's not going to be what you think it is. Like they're they're going to peter out. Watch. I think it's going to be a huge success. No, huge success. The NFL is an American thing, man. Yeah, they've tried for years. Mexico, Japan, all this stuff. It does. It doesn't By the way, work. Mexico City is a great spot. For yeah, an they NFL go team. once every blue moon. Yeah, but there would be a great expansion franchise. They w- there would be a, have a much better chance of succeeding from a fan base perspective than in Europe. There's way more NFL fans in Mexico than there are in Europe. So you agree there will be a franchise, though, in London? Yeah, there will be. It's okay. going to be a and flop. There will be one in Mexico City. I don't know about that. I think there will. I, I, I think they have a better shot there. It'll be a flop in Europe. Yeah, because the only way to grow the pie, I mean, granted, the NFL's got such a huge pie, but the, the way to grow the pie is to become a global sport the way the NBA is a global sport. But the NBA is a global sport without having to be a global sport. They they just literally just go to Canada. That's it. John Island, how about your Lakers last night? Mm. Um, at one point, Cap, the Blazers had scored 51 more points than the Lakers from beyond the arc. Jeez. In other words, they had 21 threes and the Lakers had four. At what point of the game is this? Because I, I will tell quarter. you honestly, like halftime, I'm like, uh-uh. 17 threes in the first half. I'm like, not tonight. Dame yeah. had 30 at that. Yeah, Dame yeah. had 30. Not tonight. I'm I not sticking around Dame's averaging over his last 10 games. Dame's averaging 38 points a game. He's Insane. he's just really good. Yeah. Don't worry. It's just another team that's in front of the Lakers in the standings. No problem. We'll be in the play-in tournament before you know it. I don't think they're going to make the play-in. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's I, it's Every day gets you, you lose ground. It, yep. It's, it's going to be tougher and tougher. I mean, it's possible. Um, Is it possible LeBron's coming back tomorrow? Yes. Okay. I hope so. I'd say it's 50-50. Okay. Because they're playing another team that's in front of them in the standings. Yeah. Had they won last night, my sense was LeBron would take that off. But since they lost, maybe he might play. There's only two teams below them in the standings. So, really, everybody <laughs> they play is ahead of them it's in the It's Houston standings. and San Antonio. Yeah. That's it. That's right. Why well, you got to be hating, man? Don't hate. Why you got to point that out? Speaking the truth, man. Speaking the truth. Uh, so, I'm really excited for your uh, game this afternoon. Yeah. What do you call it? It's a 505. The, the unnewlywed the game. The unnewlywed game. Big yeah. favorite. The Sedano family. No, I don't know about that. But, Huge I mean, favorite. Just because oh, John's betting on it? All the I bet on Cappy. Yeah. I threw him a couple of bucks. Yeah. You guys Maybe. are huge favorites. Why would it be huge favorites? We've been right, together longer. Who's writing I the guess. questions? Lindsay uh, the girls. And Laura. Oh, nice. Oh, no. Yeah, nice. Girls. Why? Oh, no. I, that might favor one side or the other. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, listen, I got to get out of here because I got a. Uh, 
of 420 is when the gymnastics start. 420, and then I'm on the trapeze. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. John actually um, like a gets a, a night at home dancer. for once, I feel real, like. It's going to be Cirque du Soleil John, in my house John tonight. has spent the entire season, I feel like, yeah. on the road this year. Yeah. John, yeah. what's popping tonight? What'd you tell him? Ambien. Two yeah. Ambien. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. What's popping? Hey, We're popping uh, two Ambien's in about four hours. And a martini. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Super Cross Talk brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. We're back tomorrow at 1. Shidano and Cappy next.